Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Front Row Podcast. I am your host, Joe, and this is Season 2, Episode 7. And now, before I go on to introduce our guest on today's show, who, by the way, is busy as Obama, okay, busy as the Barack's <laughs> over there, and it's just hard to track this person down, I do want to just quickly remind everyone, and actually maybe just take a bit of a step back to just ask how everyone's doing. I know it's a bit of a rhetorical question, but I hope you guys are good. Uh, in the month of June, we pushed out three episodes, which is a little unlike us, but there's a reason why we did it, and it's because... We wanted to take a bit of a break throughout the month of July. We also wanted to prep for our current guest on today's episode. That being said, though, do me the kind favor. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to us across all of your major streaming platforms. You can find us at The Front Row Podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Front Row Pod, where you can see cool, fun, behind-the-scenes content. Get to know, honestly, just a lot of cool stuff about our guests. And then you can also get to know a lot more about me, your host. Now, with that being said... I'm really excited to introduce today's guest because she is a, a new friend of mine and I actually have to shout out uh, Gobi, shout out to Gobes for uh, making sure that I got in touch with this person. Again, new friend of mine, also no stranger to the Thumbel community. And for me, a new content creator that I'm still getting hip to, still, still jiving with, but does a lot of great content on her Instagram, on her social media pages, a mental health advocate, correct me if I'm wrong, a social worker, yep, social worker, um, a fellow fellow podcaster, a dancer, everyone do me a favor, if you know who this is, if you see the title of this episode, <laughs> put your hands together and welcome, and I'm going to try this, I'm going to introduce you as Kausalia, aka Casey, aka Showcase, if you have many hey. more AKAs than this, I don't know what to do with you girl, but <laughs> thank you so much, how are you? Oh my gosh, talk about introduction. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Jeez, I'm trying. Joe is out here. He is like, the, he's <laughs> he's he's like making his way to just this podcast I'm, stardom right here. I'm, tr- I'm mean, just, just trying to keep up with you. How are you? <laughs> I am so blessed. Yeah? And I really appreciate you asking me to be on your podcast. Listen, I, I think <laughs> I think we tried to schedule before, but I fell off a little bit. So my, <laughs> like my, my bad. But I, I will say as a part of my notes, I have written down here. Now you're two seasons into your yeah. podcast. And we'll get into a lot more about who you are. But I do want to say this because I think it's super important. You're two seasons into your podcast. Correct me if I'm wrong. You are in your first season. You did 32 episodes. In your second <laughs> season, you're now 24 episodes in. How do you do it? Wow, someone's doing their research. Damn, I have to come prepared like Sway in the Jeez. morning. Okay, so I have to ask, like, how do you, <laughs> how do you do it? That's a lot of content that you're pushing out. How do I do it? Is because I love what I do. Mm. So I think if you love what you do, it's right. not going to be work. Fair enough. Right. So for me, uh, so for those that do know me, mm. is this showcase brand. It was essentially for you know making sure that people are able to share their stories. Okay. So for me, I'm just like, listen, I want to hear your story. Okay. Like, I want to know who you are, yeah. like what you do, where you come from. Right. And so I'm just like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta like showcase this. Right. You know? And, um, and so I love what I do. And so that's how I do it. Okay. I have a lot of, you know, different stuff going on, yeah. but I think, um, you know, obviously organizational skills mm-hmm. and time management, all that stuff is great. But, um, yeah, you make time for what you love. This is fair. This is fair. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask us to go back just a little bit, um, and I would love to know yeah. how you got your start into being a mental health advocate, and then incorporating dance, and eventually, you know, becoming a content creator as a podcaster. And now you got your own radio show and stuff too. So walk me through the very beginnings of how Celia decides. You know, mental health yeah. is of importance to you. How did you even start? Yeah, I think, um, you know, when I was younger, I mm-hmm. grew up in an environment where, so I'm from Scarborough okay. and I used to live, <laughs> Scarborough, fellow Scarberian over here as well, you know, <laughs> listen, no matter how big we become, because yeah. you know, Joe and I, we going to be out there, we are, we are, we, are. we going to be one we of are. those big podcasters. So, <laughs> um, but no, I just, uh, growing up, growing up in Scarborough, mm. I just witnessed a lot of, um, a lot of violence, like gang okay. violence and like our Tamil people's really, really struggling. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, an older brother who really, really went through that. Yeah. And so as I was growing up, I was like, dang, like, this is rough. Yeah. This is rough. So 
fast forward, like I went into university and I was just like, I got to help people. Right. I'm like, I got to help kids. Right. And so essentially I was just like, okay, I'm going to get into social work. Okay. You know, I'm like, okay, I think this is the field. So yeah, so I go into social work and I finish my undergrad and I come out of undergrad. And in the meantime, I do a lot of work within the community Mm. and just really kind of giving my time, whether it's volunteer or paid, I'm just like, I'm just going to, you know, allocate time to helping other people. And so I was just like, okay, I think this is it. Like, this makes me happy. Mm. Like, this is pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah. And then I, I was doing that. And then um, I went into my master's okay. at Ryerson. Okay. I was like, I need to do my master's. I wanted to get into a couple of fields like child protection services. What did you do your master's in? In social work. Okay. So I did my master's in social work, which allowed me to kind of bank one of those, you know, some of those like jobs where they they asked for, for the master's. That's like the prerequisite. Right. Yeah. So, so I was able to get into child protection services. I was really, really keen on getting into there. Just kind of like, you know, again, working with families and just kind of doing that work in Waterloo and Mm. York region. And now I'm currently in a school board and I love being in a part of a school board because I constantly get to interact with children. Okay. So both elementary and high school. And I am pretty much there to ensure that their social emotional well-being is being met and they are being supported. And there's so many facets, you know, kind of like facets to the work, but mm. I love it. Okay. I really, really love it. And so I just became this like mental health advocate because I like, it was not just a professional thing, but also like personally, mm. it was a journey that took place. And, um, you know, in 2017, I was really struggling with my mental health, mm-hmm. um, feeling a lot of symptoms of anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. which is a real thing, by the way, for people of color, especially. Yeah. 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 Like it's. It, 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 it was a lot at that time. And for like my story was, you know, like my sister, she was diagnosed with cancer at the time. Mm-hmm. And it really, really like rocked my world yeah. in like a bad way. And I've never been exposed to that before. So yeah. I, I noticed because I was working in the field, but I was also taking care of my sister and my family. It was mm-hmm. just getting too much for me at one point. Okay. So I definitely, because I'm in the field, I started noticing a lot of these symptoms of anxiety, depression. And uh, it seemed like I wasn't really taking care of myself. So okay. just kind of in like, you know, physically, but also mentally. And so I, I quit my job Whoa. Um, because it was just too much. What uh, were you doing at the time? I was doing child protection services. So I was actually in the intake department doing investigations on child abuse. Holy shit. Okay. So I, it was a you very... You were seeing like a lot. Yeah, okay. it was a lot. Like, um, I remember like I would get a, you know, a case of this 10 year old boy and, you know, there was a call around like, emotional abuse and this and that but mm-hmm. the child was also taking treatments cancer like you know chemo and radiation got it and so i remember my supervisor asking me like are you sure you want to take this file because it was so it was hitting close to home right right because right. my sister was taking chemo and, yeah. uh, and yeah, radiation yeah. at the time yeah and i was like no i got this i got this yeah and so i go to the investigation with the police and mm-hmm. I, you know we're doing our thing and i i and i remember this so well and i say this every single time is um i went into my car after the investigation finished and yeah. I, I just started crying oh man because it was uh, just so much and it, like it was tough right because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I started thinking about my sister and stuff yeah. and i think at that point is when i like experienced like having like this kind of like anxiety attack and i was just like i don't think i'm doing too well right so i'm like if i'm not doing too well then i can't really service my you know the children the families that i'm kind of like yeah. working with so at that point it just came you know i'm just like yeah i'm gonna take some time off mm. so i quit my job okay and I was with my family. I was with my sister. Okay. And I was just kind of like trying to figure it out. Yeah. I was like, okay. But I think at that time, I was just like, dang, like I'm sure like a lot of people go through this. And you know this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. South Asian, Tamil community, mm-hmm. we don't talk about our mental health. No, it's so like frowned upon and it's like this taboo of like, oh, like if you talk about it, very few people are going to understand. Or if you talk about it, talk about it to yourself. Don't talk yeah. about it to anyone else. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's the story, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. I was like, I've been going through this and I'm just like, it's been tough. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do I give back? Mm. Like, how do I make this like, what can you do? Yeah. So I think at that point is where like, it just kind of came upon me and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to share my story. And, and it was like, it honestly, it was just so, it just happened so fast. Mm. The showcase, the name, like showcase, like the name itself is my, my nickname is case. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, so when I, when I think about showcase, I'm like, you, I wanted people to just really kind of share like how they feel, like showcase your feelings, like showcase like who you are, like your story. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's essentially what 
what like that was a kind of the catalyst mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so and then i just decided to do and and dancing was a, a big part of my life because okay. i used to <laughs> guy go ahead tell me <laughs> listen i've been barred the notching dance over here so i i can i can sort of that's kind of amazing relate. yeah it's not um, it's 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 hard i wish you think, <laughs> i wish i was better listen as a guy dancing just anatomy but doesn't help to, you to do things so but we have to also normalize that 100%. Like 100%. men and better than that damn right. Nothing, nothing wrong with it, by the way. Like I, I did it for a couple of reasons and not to totally cut you off. Yeah. Uh, I'm cut you off. But um, I, <laughs> I went into it because it was a discipline thing for me. I come from an artistic background and an artistic family where arts was just fueled in us. Like my dad's a carnotic vocalist. I used to study the percussion. And eventually I was like, no, I, I want to do this for yeah. myself. I'm the fourth male student my guru has ever taught. And I'm like, why aren't there more of us in at least the greater Toronto Mm -hmm. area? So I'm totally with you. We need to normalize having more male representation, especially in South Asian arts. 100%. I digress. No, that's (laughs) no, that's great. But I see. But that was important for you to share that piece. Right. Because there could be people listening to your podcast right now who identify as male Mm -hmm. who are like, yo, why not? I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's the thing. So Mm. coming back to just sharing your story and my Mm. slogan is share your story. Right. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to talk about anxiety. I'm going to talk about depression. I'm going to talk about like, just like, you know, struggling. And so dance was really kind of something that's helped me. And, and I used to kind of like dance in my closet like I had this like little little like walk-in closet when okay. I was living with my parents and it stuff. Like sound when little I was... to me if you ask me if you dance. No, 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 it was little. I just made it work. You can make anything work. Okay. But it was just like um, I used to kind of like dance to myself, and I remember in middle school, grade yeah. seven and eight, I used to hang out with like a lot of like the black community that was like okay. in and around my neighborhood, yeah. and they were so accepting and so lovely, and so they would always encourage me, be like, okay. "Girl, you got moves." Right, right, right. They were fostering that, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I got moves. I got me, yeah, <laughs> me." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so um, it was great. Yeah. So I think um, dancing was a way for me to really, really, really kind of like just let loose mm. and just kind of be myself. And okay. so when you listen to music, music is so universal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so anyone and everyone wow. that is existing right now yeah. can pick up any kind of music yeah. and say, I've. If there's rhythm to it, I you'll was move. Like, wait, I don't know if I can swear on this. But, yeah, you can swear. You can swear. But <laughs> um, but can f with it. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter what. Yeah. And so I, I like that. And so for me, when I put on music and I do dance therapy, like mm. it really, really helps me. It's like whether that's like a, you know, your breathing techniques mm. and just like finding a sense of like calmness yeah. and just relax and yeah. just get your mind settled. Okay. And I said, okay, this is what it is. So okay. showcase is going to be a kind of this like dance therapy movement. Okay. So that's how I started. And I started in 2017. Okay. And I started with just, um, you know, putting out like a few like dance clips. I'm like a freestyler. I mm-hmm. love to freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone of y'all ever catch me at a party or like an event or something. It's a wrap. You'll know. It's a wrap. I've seen it's, a couple of videos. You'll it's, know. It's, a it's, it's yeah. showcase somewhere <laughs> dancing, whatever. But I love it because I think like when people think of dancing, they're like, ooh, case, like I'm not a dancer. I can't do it. Right. I'm like, yes, you can. Okay. Because I'm the type of person, I'm just like, listen, like you don't have to be like a professional, like mm-hmm. a trained dancer. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But some t- some people think I can dance, yeah. you know? Some people don't think I can dance, but okay. oh, we'll we love the, the haters. We'll the you know it's what fine. I'm saying. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but no, but I think it's just like it puts you in a space where you just, it's just like free expression yeah just express yourself i get it move your hands i get it move your move your legs and you know and and i always say like if in in terms of just like ability right like Mm -hmm. to be able to move it's just like what you can Mm. and i think music allows you to do that you can move in a way that works for you and i love that Mm. and so i think that's what and i just pushed i just pushed with the showcase branding and i and I did that mm. for, you know, just when I felt like I can do it, yeah. just like kind of embracing that. And then January 2020 okay. or so in 2019, I was just like, dang, I got a lot to say. I'm like, then I started like listen to podcasts. Okay. And Trent Shelton is mm-hmm. um, someone who actually like I was still struggling with like a lot of stuff. And so I came across his podcast and okay. he was talking a lot about like you know, loving yourself Mm. and like really, really like, you know, not giving up and like just like all these life skills that you just needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And so I started following him and really, really got a lot of like, you know, motivational, like just being inspired and like everything off Mm -hmm. of him. And I sat there and I was like, you know, and a lot of my friends would say like, Case, you got a lot of good stuff to say. Like maybe you should do something with that should be something. And I've done like a little bit of public speaking before I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally just said, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I think I'm that type of person. Like, if I want to do something... You'll do it. You'll put I your fig- mind to it. Like, if I'm like, I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. then I'm just going to do it. Right. 
Um, and yeah, and it just kind of like worked out. And it was like very simple. People ask me like, oh my God, like how hard is that? I'm like, listen, girl. Or like, just get the basic stuff and just go. Yeah. Just yeah. start. Yeah. Like, when do I start? Just start. Yeah, you'll never know until you do it. Just start, yeah. you know, and you just kind of work your way through. So, yeah, I, I remember I was moving locations and yeah. I was unboxing and I came across a, a gift that I got. Okay. And that gift was actually like a, a, a microphone. Oh, word. And on okay. it, it said, great for podcasting. I was like, stop, bitch. Stop. <laughs> I was like, this is my sign. <laughs> and uh, my girlfriends know this. Uh, that was my sign. Wow. And okay. I do believe in like the universe giving you signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay, it's a wrap. So I took that microphone. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I got this laptop and went on YouTube. YouTube is your best friend, it by is, the way. It is, it is, it is. Yeah, yeah. And I just uh, found a software. You figured it out. And I just figured it out yeah. and I released my first episode. And now wow. I am in season two. So how, <laughs> how hard is it? Me personally, yeah. I don't think it's that hard. Okay. Okay. And the reason why I say I don't think it's that hard because... I'm going to go back to what I initially said. Mm. You got to do what you love. Right. When you do what you love, it won't Everything be that becomes hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like things are going to get aligned. Yeah. They're going to get aligned. You're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to find the right direction. Right. The universe is going to guide you. It just works. All the puzzle pieces will come together. And I'm sure you see the microphone and you're like, cool, I'm going to do my YouTube sessions, figure it out. Yeah. You do this first episode what happens after that it just works it just works so yeah. if anyone's listening to this podcast yeah. which i know you are because you know <laughs> joe's podcast be Listen, i'm trying i'm trying to keep up with you you do numbers out here aren't you at like almost ten thousand? i'm almost yeah listen i'm i'm only i think after this episode <laughs> drops <laughs> i think after this episode drops we're, we're crossing a thousand downloads so thank Yay! you thank you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the, i was so excited when i got my first one thousand hey! I, I didn't even know people were listening to it like that i was like oh this is Best a, believe it. This is a thing. Can I tell you what I learned? Go for it. In the time that I've been on social media. Go for it. I've learned that we're such a, like, we're our toughest critic. Big time. And we analyze and we assess Everything. and we are so hard on ourselves. Yeah. But I think how you navigate social media mm -hmm. is that you have to put out content mm -hmm. that is genuinely, authentically you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Let the universe do its work. Ooh, tell him. Say it That's again. it. Tell him. That's tell it. Him. <laughs> that's it. And yeah. let the universe do its work. And yeah. listen, if you are going to become someone that's like obsessing over numbers, mm -hmm. you ain't going to make it far. And don't get me wrong. Like analytics as somebody that works in, you know, that part of marketing analytics numbers. They, they it's matter. Important. It's important. It's important. It's super, super important to kind of know what your audience is gauging and all that fun stuff and stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't like sometimes when I put out content now, I'm just like, hey, like to your point, I want to be unapologetically me. And the best, the way, the best way for me, I find that I do that is honestly by sometimes just making fun of myself. I'm like, if I can have fun with it, yeah, everyone's gonna like yeah. enjoy it. Like I have random people DMing me being like, you made such a fool out of yourself, but that was actually really funny. Like I like that the best. Do you find that a lot of like random people hitting your DMs being like, holy cow, like I had no idea or like this is so funny or yeah. you're an incredible dancer. Can you teach me? Like how do you deal with either the haters or the praise that comes your way. You know, I think it's, um, I think it's great. Like, I think it's great when people can actually reach out to you and mm. say like comments like that. Uh, I personally, like, I just, I feel like I don't really pay attention to the haters. I, do, I don't, mm. and I don't want to say this coming off like, mm, but I don't get much hate on my page, mm -hmm. which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, obviously, but you'll have a couple of one or two, the but time. then you can't like, yeah, what are we going to do with that? It's like, you just want to, you want to hear yourself? Okay, cool. Like, tell me what you got to say, say or two piece. You know what I'm saying? You, you so, yeah. so the question is like, where are you putting right. your energy? Right. So I think that's a thing, right? So mm. essentially, you know, in life, like we're going to get exposed to a lot of stuff in life, right? Mm. So people, and ultimately we always want the good thing, right? We want the, the good, time. the yeah. funny, the yeah. loving, we never like, want all the of that. Yeah, yeah. You never want that. So when you do get the bad, you're going to then at that point, you ask yourself like, are you willing to put your energy over there? Mm, this is true. So as soon as you say, mm, I'm good and yeah. I'm not putting my energy, you just keep it moving. Yeah. And I think that's how I treat social media. Okay. If at any time I read something yeah. or something comes through, whatever, and I'm just like, not really, you know, that's not my, yeah. that's and I'm not sure my, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, and people have different opinions, right? Mm -hmm. ever, right. But which is allowed. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. you just, it depends like, cause you have control of your choices. Right. 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 You, so what's you, your choice? The, to your point, you, it's either, do you want to focus on that bad comment or that critical comment? Right. Or do you just want to go on to producing, you know, your next episode, you your keep next it dance moving. video, right? Yeah. Yeah, you keep it moving. And I think like, I think 
when you're thinking of like social media mm-hmm. and you're thinking of like just like you know the work that we do mm-hmm. you already know what you signed up for right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you you know you think it's going to reach like 10 people or a thousand people mm-hmm. essentially it's going to reach people so their comments and stuff yeah you're going to take in the good but the bad you just keep it moving right so i think that's how i say it like i just i always i i always do self-reflection and people know me they know that i always reflect yeah and so i ask myself i'm like case what do you want to do do you want to give attention to this comment or no right you ask yourself those questions right you literally and i think (laughs) this is like the therapist in me but you literally (laughs) which we'll get to yeah yeah (laughs) which you literally like you have to actually take a couple of seconds and say yeah yeah i'm okay i'm gonna pass on this one you know what i'm saying yeah 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 so i think essentially that that's that but for the most part i honestly i adore my community mm-hmm. i've been getting a lot of good feedback yeah. i've you know been able to connect with like a lot of people through mm-hmm. showcase brand and stuff like that mm-hmm. gotten good opportunities and stuff but for me i think i like showcase is a part of me but mm-hmm. it's not all of me right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i think when you're on social media you have to make you have to be very mindful of that fair enough Right. Because everything that people see on social media is not everything that's you. Oh, yeah. One thousand percent. There's only a, a certain portion of you that yeah. gets up there. The other part of it, the sadness or even just the happiness that doesn't need to make it up there all the time. Yeah. Like, like you said, you control what you put up there at the end of the day. Right. Exactly. So I got a question for you and I want to dial it back even a little bit further. So you went into really good detail about mm-hmm. how you got started into mental health how dance kind of fit in and then you started this podcast took off like you said you're almost about to hit 10,000 downloads Mm -hmm. okay how does this radio show come into play like how (laughs) how do you go from amassing this incredible community online again through like a like an audio platform to now um another platformer or or broadcaster reaching out to you being like hey we would love for you to take part and how do you use that like to your to your benefit what do you guys talk about like how does that even how does that even happen well, I just, first of all, I want to give a shout out to my girl, DJ Cow, mm, because yeah, 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 DJ yeah. Cow and her group, Arlie Sound Crew, yeah. they actually got an opportunity with a Radio to have okay. a show. Okay. So they did that. And I guess, obviously, you know, like through affiliation yeah. and just kind of like content. You know people, and, you know people. Yeah, yeah, like being promoted. Yeah. You know, they definitely came across my page and they're like, okay, there's a girl showcase. Like yeah. she does her thing, whatever. Okay. And I think for them, it was more so like whatever that they saw in me, mm. um, whether it was I was able to create conversations, mm-hmm. my personality mm-hmm. on, because, you know, people say like I'm pretty good <laughs> like in front of the camera. So um, yeah, yeah, that. We see you, <laughs> That and like just being able, and I also speak Tamil. Right. It's a Tamil radio station. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they were like, hmm, we should give her a show. Okay. Like, we should give, like, make a segment for whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So my girl actually asked me, and I was just like, okay. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. Because, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and, for you know, sure, for sure. what's up? And so, that's a pretty good somewhere to start at. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, it was pretty cool. So that's how that really started. Okay. And um, A9 Radio is an online Tamil radio station. And it's actually aired in over like 180 countries. Oh, wow. I did not know um, this. Okay. So like India, Europe, like everywhere. So like you have access to this. So it's a mobile okay. um, station as well, which is great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I was just like, Hey, listen. And then I just got on a call with them. I let them know like what I'm about. And they were pretty cool in terms of like, you know, they gave me so much flexibility. So it's not like they tell me every show what needs to be aired. I tell, I I go into the studio and I just air it. Wicked. Like anything that I want on top of my head. And the, for the people that know me, like I want to have like good conversations, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like conversations that I feel like the Tamil community is not as well versed in Mm -hmm, versus mm -hmm. like, okay, what do I need to tell them? Mm -hmm. Um, I've had a couple of my girlfriends on the show so far. Yeah. 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 And yeah, like it's fun. It's Saturdays, 1 PM Mm -hmm. on um, Eastern time on a9radio.com or you can download the TuneIn app. Look look at you and your radio voice kicking in right now. Look look at that. Look at that. So if you want (laughs) to call in, all you got to (laughs) do Um, but it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I, I am the type of person that takes opportunities as, you know, you got one life to live, right? Yeah. So I'm not really kind of like, ooh, like who's the hottest person on the block right now? Mm. Who's like the most popular? Mm-hmm. Who's the what? Like, I don't look at that stuff. Mm. You can have like 5 million followers or 500 followers. Yeah. 
if I'm vibing with you and that energy's there, then mm-hmm. I'll take the opportunity. Like you, okay. know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there. Even if I get to a point where you know, like I'm traveling and like doing motivational speaking and stuff, mm-hmm. which I want to do, I'm putting it on the universe. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like yeah. I, I just really, really want to match energy, and okay. like I feel like it was aligned, so I took it, and I love it. Crazy. Love it. How long has it been now since you've been doing the radio show? It hasn't been too long because it was COVID, right? right. So everything okay. shut down. Okay. So okay. I actually got approached with the opportunity in 2019, December. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. But I actually uh, went on air, I want to say, like March. Okay. I Fairly think. like recently. Now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think March, yeah. But it's been good. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. It's been it's been really good. And it's like I have like it's like the older Tamil community, like yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. like whether it's like parents, yeah. aunties, uncles, da-da. different type of audience compared to like your Instagram like our, podcast yes. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted that. Okay. Okay. I wanted that. Why did you want that? I wanted that because I see a lot of our people really like my my age group, younger age group. Mm-hmm. I work in a school board. I work with children who yeah. are six to 18 years of age. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of them struggling with things like, you know, um, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. things like colorism. Right. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Domestic mm-hmm. violence. Like mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff. It's so taboo. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about it, right. but it's happening. Right. You best believe it's happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take it here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like we're gonna we're gonna bring it here, yeah. and because I was a, like I can speak Tamil, mm-hmm. why not? I can communicate with them. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I do bring up conversations, and whether they like it or not, it's happening. So what's the what's the toughest conversation you've had like live on air? I think on air, I think the toughest was you know June was Pride Month, right? You know, so yeah. obviously I have two amazing, beautiful girlfriends mm-hmm. that identify in the community, mm-hmm. and I love them. Mm-hmm. They're my girlfriends, shout out to them. Yeah, you yeah. know, shout out to shout out to them. And um, it's important to me. Yeah. You know, I'm an ally. Yeah. And I know a lot of Tamil women, men and however you identify mm-hmm. uh, that are struggling so much because they can't, you know, and they can't just be themselves. Right. Right. Because yeah. it's not the typical like the heterosexual mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. And um love is love yeah like yeah. love is actually love like thousand percent you know what i'm saying and it's percent. just like nah yo i'm gonna freaking rep these people i'm gonna freaking be an ally for these people yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i can only do what i can do so i have this other platform and essentially i'm just like okay so i'm gonna make sure that we let our ammas and appas and aunt, you know aunts and party and putty and everyone know <laughs> that it, you know like june one day i'm gonna pride month yeah, yeah so yeah. And so, yeah, so I think that was so, because it's a radio show, like, you can't hear everyone right away, right? right? They got to call in. But I was talking about it. So wow. okay. so can you imagine, like, this radio, Tamil radio station, usually playing, like, Tamil music yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. whatever, whatever, and all of a sudden someone's like, oh, pombalelem, pombalelem, like, sendirikalam. Uh, right, right. Ambalelem, sendirikalam. Like, they're going to be like, I don't what? even want to know what your caller line must have been like. <laughs> like, like, were you being blown no, up? No, no, but you don't, but they're not going to. Why? They're right. not going to. They're right, not going right. to blow it up. No one's got the 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 gall or the, why? Or, because the, or the audacity to be like, hey, I should call and say something. But why is that? Because they're uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. These are all uncomfortable conversations, yeah, right? Yeah, when yeah. we talk about sexual orientation, uh, when we talk about like even body acceptance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talk about colorism, like yeah. these are all things that like, you know, South Asian Tamil people really, really struggle the, with. The truth is that at some point in the near, in the very near future, um, any one of my children, your kids, our 100%. friends, kids, somebody's going to identify with um, a sexual orientation that is not heterosexual per se, right? And that is okay. Y'all, y'all better believe it. If yeah. y'all live in there thinking your kids are not going to come up and be like hey yeah guess what like i am i'm I'm in tune to the fact that like you know my nephews that might be the case and honestly for me i'm at a point now where i'm like as long as my boys are happy or you know my niece is happy and same thing with my friends kids i'm all for it yeah the old me used to definitely think completely different the old Mm. the old version of my parents even definitely used to think completely different but i think i do agree with you these are super uncomfortable conversations to have so now you're you're voicing yourself you're having these you're putting these um these narratives out there you're educating people is it something that people are enjoying or are they kind of finding it difficult you know as you're participating on this radio show this platform have you been finding like navigating into like these murky you know air quotes territory I think it's interesting. Yeah. Like, I think that's where you put it. I think it's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think people are also very kind of, you know, you want to conform, mm. right? So, Tamalakal and 
but minority people in itself like that's what, what it like, is yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah. you want to conform right yeah. at yeah. the end of the day this is not something that's you know talked about all the time because yeah. these like dialogues and narratives are not pushed all the time yeah. right yeah, yeah. so i think when they listen in when they tune in saturdays one o'clock they're probably like here comes the Tama girl that be oh, talking great. about all stuff that she shouldn't be talking about. Her again? But I want to be I that. Do I know her parents? <laughs> but I want to be that, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I always ask myself, you know, like, what's your purpose? Right. Right? So, yeah. like, for me, like, what's your legacy? What are you leaving behind? Yeah. Yeah. So, if I go next week, right, if mm-hmm. that's my time mm-hmm. and I'm not here no longer, mm-hmm. I would be so happy knowing that people are like, yo, I... I got a showcase. Like she was talking about these conversations. She showed up. You know what I'm saying? Like she was talking about like mental health. She was really, you know, empowering women. She Mm. was whatever. And I'm okay with that. Like Mm. I'm at a place in my life where I found so much peace in myself Mm. that like if tomorrow does not come. Love that. Okay. What is your legacy? What are you leaving behind? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's, I'm on a mission, you know, I'm on a mission. And I think, uh, growing up, I think, a lot of my people, older people have suffered for mm-hmm. so long mm-hmm. not being able to be who they are. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that for our kids. Mm-hmm. So this is the work that I'm putting in. Wow, look at you. <laughs> look at look look at look at you. And if you know Casey, I don't even have to do this applause because all your friends, all your family are doing, man. I'm proud of you. This is this is Thanks. this is good. I didn't get around to, by the way, like completely mentioning this in my introduction for you, but we had a very funny meeting. So Gobika, a good mutual <laughs> friend of ours, I reached out to her at like the top of the year. And I was like, hey, can you, uh, this was last year, I think. Last year, because we're in 2021 now. Yeah. Right? This was last year or 2000? End of last year, I think. Yeah, it was, it end, was of end, of, end of last year. I can't remember when it was, but yeah. I reached out to her and I was like, yo, I'm trying to get this podcast off and pop in and I really want to have some cool people on your friend Casey. Like, would you be able to put me in touch? She was like, Oh, ha ha ha. Funny enough. I'm actually doing an episode with her. And yeah, you should totally reach out to her. Like do it 100%. I think my email to you was like super mixed messaging. I was like, Hey, I think your podcast is dope. Do you want to be friends also? Like, would you like to be on my podcast? But I also want to be friends. And I remember like you call me being like, so what do you yeah. want? What, what do you, I was what like, are you trying to do right I'm now? a little concerned right now. Like, what <laughs> like, are, are you trying to do? Are you good? Do you need a therapist? I was like, no, no, I have one of those already. I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight. I'm perfectly fine. I have a therapist, but I remember reaching out to you. And the reason why I bring this up is because I think uh, when you're making new friendships, it's always important to, there's like always one pivotal thing that comes up that is like a, a good stepping stone for where the friendship is going to go. And I remember this because I recently moved in. And for our listeners that have been listening to the first and second season, I go into detail about how I, you know, made this big step to move into my own place. As I moved in, one of the things that I was doing was furnishing my place. And I had an old TV. I had an old TV. <laughs> and when I moved in, I remember you posted up a story on Instagram being like, oh, hey, like I'm moving, da 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 da. And I was like, oh, this is my perfect moment to be a good friend. <laughs> this is this is what I'm going to do. And I remember hitting you being like, hey, do you need a TV? Yeah, do, you need, do you need a TV? <laughs> also, this is my my in to be a better friend with you, with you. And that's that that was like our that was for me. That was like a very early um, solidifying step of like how we can build our friendship, how we can grow, but also just giving. And I think yeah. that's the type of friendship that I aim to have with people in general. But it also showed twofold when you came back to me being like, hey, I'm so appreciative thank you so much. And then I saw more of that in the work that you put out. Mm. Like you've been putting out all this incredible content across your podcast on your radio station and stuff. And I just will say like really, really proud to call you a new friend. Mm. Also just really proud to see the momentum that your work has been gaining. Like not, there aren't enough Tamil people in general, people of color in our space that are doing what you do. So kudos to you. And I'm just really excited to see the progress it's going to make. Thank you. Oh, Joe's out here. Girl, I did prepare that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, for real, though. And I appreciate I, and I, it. And I say that because so my, my sister worked in the... Um, Shout out to Joe's sister. She, hey, girl. She, hey. She, 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 she's going to listen to this and be like, I got three kids in my arms right now. She, you know, she worked in the health space and she used to work for St. Michael's Hospital. Mm. So I've been very much surrounded by anything to do with mental health and wealth. She's kind of been that that pillar in our family. So then being able to see like another, you know, leading woman uh, do that. And then some, I was like, oh my God, like I, I can relate, like I can relate. And do you get that a lot of like males reaching out to, to be like, 
oh, hey, this is really good content. Like, I had no idea. Or thanks for putting this out. Or like, oh, you taught me something Mm. brand new that I was not even averse to whatsoever. Right. You know, that's such a good question because as you know, as a lot of people know, like, it's really, really hard for like a a Tamil party angle to like, come out and talk about yeah. a lot of things or just yeah. address it or be vulnerable and you know yeah, emotional yeah. so um it's um you know it's been great because i've been getting some feedback from males as well and okay. i and i feel so happy when i do because okay. i'm like dang yo like yeah. about time because yeah yeah because yeah. y'all need spaces too yeah we like do. it's we you know what i mean yeah, like we yeah. need to hold spaces for males as well mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to talking about you know how they're feeling yeah because you know how society's set up Right. Yeah. We already know that. Yeah. I'm not even going to go through it, but yeah. um, but it's good. But I think that's also my other push. And I have um, for those of you that have been, you know, following my podcast, I do like have a male panel. You do? I have like uh, three of my close friends. Shout out to Steve, Mayu and Abby. They've mm-hmm. I think probably come on like three episodes already. Yeah. And um, it's been great. And like there was a reason why I brought them on because, yeah. yes, I'm a female and yes, this is my podcast, mm-hmm. but it's not about that all, it's, all the time. It's like men need to be part of these conversations, yeah. too. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So the things that like us women talk about and deal with, it's like, yeah, we have like counterparts in our community. Mm-hmm. So whether you identify as a partner of this person or the brother or the father or what have you, mm-hmm. it, it's a collective, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, the work needs to be done as a whole. And so I really, really appreciate that. So for those three guys to come on mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, and I'm really, really appreciative of them and their pocket, their episodes do really, really well. Yeah. Like they love when yeah. they, you know, we can get them on. So, Uh, I am so grateful that I can kind of be like this person that like has these conversations Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just hope it goes keeps going and I and I don't want to be the only one I hope and I'm so so when I when I came across you you know Gobika mentioned and where when I got your email yeah yeah, yeah. and I was like this guy's a hot mess (laughs) um like Joe's a hot mess um but no but when I got it and I was like contacting Gobika I was just like oh this is great like he's Tamil and he's male identifying and I'm like he has a pocket I'm like this is awesome and I love that stuff so I'm hoping that keep it coming like I hope the community you know what I'm saying and 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 like Joe by the way if y'all haven't heard and listen take it from me I'm season two into my podcast oh boy um but his podcasts are so good like yours is really really good I think you're actually uh, a natural I appreciate when it comes to podcasting you have the energy the personality you really know what you're doing boy thank you listen and it comes from uh first of all I appreciate that compliment coming from someone like you that's been seasoned that that that's been doing this for way longer than I have I think if anything I just have the 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 content production in like my my toolkit if you will but outside of that like one of the things and I'm still trying to figure it out of like why do I want to have these conversations with people like one of the bigger intersection points of our podcast happens to be people um, that are in business but sometimes we talk about a wide Mm. variety of things Mm. and I think you do this so well of making sure that people's purpose is identified what do they bring to the table why it's important to you and to your audience as well and to me I will say and we'll get into this as well about how you've kind of bridged being a content creator uh, now you know like you said you want to do some public speaking you've done like a little bit of it before that for me is what makes me tick but also understanding why people work the way that they do and again mm-hmm. my background's in marketing so for me I want to pick your brain I'm like yeah. how do you do it that's why I first I started off this episode asking you how do you push out so much content all the time because I'm struggling I'm like listen one episode a month is good for me like I'm straight like in June I was like oh my god I have three episodes why do I feel like Casey right now on steroids like this is a hard as hell but you're out here just pushing just doing it like unapologetically and it's showing the proof is in the pudding you know what you know? it's um i don't know that's like and i'm sure you get this question from everyone because any anytime i see you i'm like how are you still awake do you sleep <laughs> like did you eat y'all like, joe would be <laughs> joe would be on my like, like all the on time my phone like girl i'll send you voice notes like day in and day out being like did you <laughs> did you sleep did you take a xanax like what <laughs> what's going what's going on <laughs> um balance yeah yeah you got a balance i think there is, if you want to make time, you can make time. Fair enough. I okay. That. And that goes for everything and everything in your life. I give you that. Yep. Yep. So listen, if he ain't <laughs> texting you back, he don't like you. <laughs> I'm sorry. But listen, if you got time, you, you're going to make time. This is, this is, this is true. Whether it's for professional or personal reasons. You're going to make time. Whether go, it's professional. Go drink your wine. Go drink your wine. That <laughs>
Casey's in the bathroom right now, and she's got the bladder of a of a three year old. So, so all of Casey's friends, I just, how do you guys, how y'all do it? Is this is this like a like a frequent occurrence? Because she just, yo, Casey, are you done peeing? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> Your bladder good over there? Oh my gosh! I so was just better. telling people while you were in the bathroom over there how you have the bladder of like a three-year-old. Um, so much better. Your friends have to deal with this on the regs. Yep. That's a, that's a, okay. Okay. That's a that that's a that's a yes. So we were talking about you know if you want to make time for anything, yeah, you'll make time for it. And I think this is a, an interesting segue for mm. something that I saw that you posted um, on your Instagram page when you were recording your radio show, and it had to do with weddings. Ooh. And I, Ooh. and as a bit of a refresher, if, if you, for those of you that don't know, if you're listening to this episode for the first time, pause this episode and go back to the very first episode from season one so you can get to know a little bit more about me. But if you're too lazy to do that, I will say um, I have a full-time job in marketing, but I also run a small business as a wedding videographer. Mm-hmm. I also freelance as a wedding videographer as well. And uh, you put out like this snippet about why people want to or don't want to spend so much on weddings. And there were a couple of like anecdotes in there. And some of the things that you touched on were like, you know, how much are you spending on your wedding? Why are you spending so much? A lot of today's demographic Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily spending so much. But something that stood out to me is, is a wedding a fashion show? You know, are you going Mm. to just to dress up or Mm -hmm. to mingle? And what do you do? I have to ask you, you know, when you go to a wedding, because I've seen a video of you circulating on all these World star thumbnail pages of oh you, you know, wearing gosh. a little Kanchipuram Pattasari over there, just <laughs> busting it out, okay, to a variety of songs. So when you go to a wedding, though, and you're dressing up, are you going for your friends that are getting married? Are you going to socialize? What are you going to do? Okay, so... There's no I, wrong answer, by the way. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Um, I don't go to a lot of weddings. Okay. Uh, it's just a personal choice of mine. Okay. Because I think that if I'm going to a wedding, like, I need to be, like, fully, fully, like, there for the people that are getting mm. married so these are okay. like so i need to go to weddings that are like really really like close close people okay so if that's the case and of course i'm going because i mm-hmm. want to be sitting at the front i don't mm-hmm. want to be in the back waiting for food mm. like you <laughs> that's know okay too, by that's way. okay some people, too listen some people go to go just for the food they just they that's just, a thing just, you just go for thing. the food um yeah. but i don't know like i i don't know maybe it's kind of like just um i don't like to be in spaces where it's so so crowded mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a thing. But um, but when I go to weddings, you know, I like to dress comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. I'm not part of the fashion show at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, but listen. You want to flex like a little. Listen, I, know I, I do. Listen, listen a on. sister will, will pull up. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you that. I will pull up. But I mean, um, I think it's a fun time. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a fun time. Yeah. Do I think it is? A, it becomes a fashion show? Of course it does. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone's going to be there. Yeah. Oh, look what she's wearing, yeah, da, yeah. Da, blah, 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 look it's, what a, it's a social event at the end of the day know, as well, un- un- unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is fine, like, do your thing, you know what I'm saying, but yeah. I think essentially, like, me having that topic was really because, like, I see a lot of people getting married, yeah. and it's just, I'm just not in a, you know, a place in my life right now where I'm just like, it's cool. you definitely ain't getting... <laughs> You, you definitely ain't, like, rinsing out my pockets, you know. I'm a little offended, but I understand it. I get but, it. I get it. I get um, it. it is a lot of money. It's it a lot of money. It and is. it's, like, so my question to everyone is, like, like why? Yeah. Like, why? So if I was to get married, like, yeah. I would do a very, very, like, simple, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> guy. I would just do, like, even, like, a backyard, like, yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. wedding. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think people are so pressured. And, and this is a fact. Yeah. This is not even, like, my opinion. This is a fact. It's yeah. just... People always want to show up because they want to, like, satisfy other people. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. oh, we have to do, like, you have to wear this part, sorry. You have to, yeah. like, book here. You yeah. have to invite this. No, you you have to. Do, no, you, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, like, what are people going to say? And I think yeah. that's where the conversation came from. Yeah. It's just, like, we're doing so much because mm-hmm. of what other people want to right. see. Right. But yet we're not focusing on what what it is that we want mm-hmm. to see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the thing. So, like, I really hope, like, you know, if... Like, I would tell my partner, like, you know, what is it that you want? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that I want? And mm-hmm. I would focus on that. And I spoke about, you know, yeah. it's a partnership. It and wedding season, it tests your relationship oh, a lot. my gosh. Let me tell you, I've seen some things. I've seen some things. I've seen some things, I've, too. I've seen, um, and I'm not going to name my boy's name, but we've seen <laughs> fights break out. We've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. We've yeah. seen people spend, like, an exorbitant amount of money. And by that, I mean, like, I've seen old clients of mine spend, like, $100,000 on that's like mortgage money yeah you know like so i completely feel you and the reason is because so i had um just on the topic of like dating and relationships and stuff i had a um a friend of mine asked me like how haven't you met someone 
at a wedding before. And I'm like, well, A, <coughs> I'm on the job. That's number one. You don't mix business with pleasure. I don't know if you've heard that phrase before, but for me, it's like, I'm sure when you're recording, you know, you're, are you good? Can you not hear me anymore? Hold on, hold on. What did you do? Girl, we, we're just getting into a great topic and what Casey happened? over there just. Sorry. Like, I don't know how that happened. You just, you just unplugged. Hopefully I you can still hear me. fully unplugged. <laughs> See, that's how much this topic does not. <laughs> it's like Casey doesn't belong in this topic. This, this is how frustrated you are about this. So I had, I, had a, I had a person ask me, like, how haven't you met someone at a wedding yeah. before? And I'm like, well, A, I'm there to do a job. You're working. I'm there to make my ends meet, but also to get something done for a client. So I try my best never to mix business with pleasure. Number two, and I think the reason why I asked, brought this up is because I think in a part of that, in that uh, video that you posted, you were like, even for the guys, like I love when a guy's or a girl's gonna dress up in a suit and stuff. And now like as wedding season has come back because we haven't been filming weddings for like a year and a bit. It's been like far few in between. Mm. Now that wedding season is back, I'm like down to dress up and like actually make sure that I feel comfortable in my own skin. But intrinsically, like I wanna be able to wear like a nice pair of like, shoes and like a nice fit while i'm going to be on the job and to me i'm like i'm not going to a wedding to go and chop it up with the bridesmaids i'm mm. there to do do my thing so i'll ask you the question how haven't you met someone at a wedding before <laughs> see what i did there i see what, <laughs> what you did there <laughs> by the way um ladies uh joe's about to step out in that fitted uh, suit this, so holler might, at listen, my boy i've got some friends that are getting married this year and i do love a nice well-tailored suit but that's another conversation for another day and i do wear very damn well anyways go on yeah, yeah. uh I what i said i <laughs> <laughs> definitely not at weddings looking for looking for nobody <laughs> i'm not i um i just go to have fun <laughs> I want my mango lassi. Okay. We're there for the food actually. Okay. I want not the food. I want the mango lassi and I want the dance floor. I need right. to turn up with my DJ. Right, right, right. I want to bless up the bride and the groom. That's yeah. it. And that's yeah. a wrap. Just give them the rice blessings real quick. Out. Three times and you're out. That's Yo, it. this is a whole different type of podcast <laughs> we're trying to get into right now. You trying to talk to me about <laughs> See what I see what I did there? I think the approaches are not right at a wedding. Oh, okay. I think people need to step up their game. You know, okay, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you that because, so I tell people this all the time. Again, when they hit me with that question of, oh, how haven't you met someone at a wedding? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. At a wedding, you're dressed up to the nines, right? So I see my brides and my grooms go from looking like the regular self to looking like an, uh, like an amplified version of themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm -hmm. But the same thing exists for your potential, if there's a potential mm -hmm, that's going to mm -hmm. meet you at a wedding. And I'm like, honestly, I don't want to see you like that. I don't want to see you looking like a Sephora magazine um, for 10 hours of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, give me the sweatpants version of you because that's the bummy version of you. That, um, sweatpants, hair tie, chilling with no makeup, makeup on. on. That's when you're the prettiest, I hope. You don't know, take it wrong. Exactly, right? So for me, I'm just like, I while I adore the idea of like seeing, you know, okay. you know, the woman dressed up or the bridesmaid that's like cute or whatever, I'm like... After that, though, I'm like, you're going to look completely different. And I'm sure, do you feel it's the same for you if, if you were to see, you know, a, a guy that's like good looking over there? Or are you just kind of like, nah, like come correct to me because you're wasting my time? Okay, so here's the thing. Like, mm. I think um, <clears throat> the thing is, like, mm. there's alcohol involved <laughs> in wedding receptions. You know what I'm saying? So if we're talking about <laughs> wedding receptions, there's alcohol involved. Right. And people Your are... demeanor changes. 100%. yeah. yeah. You know, and I'd like to think like I'm a classy woman, and even if I have a couple mm. of drinks, like I'm still good. Like right. I, I can still hold my own. You still beat him on the dance floor, either yeah, way. Yeah, that know? too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. Like, yeah, like I'm very actually particular. To yeah. be honest with you, like yeah. I think like when men are on the dance floor, like I think men only talk to me particularly because they have alcohol in their system. Mm. I actually want a man to talk to me when he does not need the alcohol right. to talk to me because right. I get very like you know like wow, cases are very intimidating. Cases like out yeah. there like. Like yeah, I'm on the dance floor. Like yeah. I'm busted at one you, two. Though. That's you That's but that's from the me. Jump. Like yeah. I don't, I can't change that. But for me, it's just like I think like you need to ask yourself like how are you trying to approach people. And if you think that being intoxicated approaching someone is the right it's way, it's not cute I'm by the like, way for oh. for women or or men. I, I can tell you that right neither. now. Neither. Yeah. Yeah. Neither. Hold yourself. Yeah. You gotta know what your limit is. Yeah. Hold yourself down. You know. And so yeah, so I'm very kind of particular in that way. And um, yeah. All right, we'll see. That's we'll, that. Well, as Drake would say, we'll see what's about to happen next. <laughs> anyways, any, anyways, something that I missed in, in mentioning or, or, or bringing up at the beginning is you run your own private practice as mm. a psychotherapist. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
Am I, am I saying therapist, that Therapist, therapist. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of names, but I'm actually licensed uh, as a social worker. So I'm part of the college of social workers. So Got psychotherapists it. actually have their separate college. Got it. Okay. And then the counselors have their separate college. There's like so many Got different. You. Yeah. So okay. I'm a social worker slash therapist. So you're a social worker slash therapist. And I've asked this question to actually one of my one of my old clients who is also a she's a registered psychotherapist. Um, her name is Julianne. She's a great, great person. Do therapists have their own therapist? They should. Do you? I am looking for one. Oh, yeah. I can put you in touch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm very like you know, and I think this is the thing. Like I think, um, yes, I think therapists, counselors, yeah. uh, social workers, yeah. everyone that's practicing under that umbrella, uh, I think it's really, really important for them to have mm-hmm. a therapist as well. Mm-hmm. It's really tough though because because we do the work. Yeah. We know a lot of the stuff. You're psychoanalyzing everything, aren't you? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So when we're looking for someone, yeah. yes, we are definitely more particular yeah. versus someone that's not in the field. Like, ooh, okay, I'm gonna go to this person just because they have the licensing, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've actually been looking because I think it's, um, I think it's great to kind of explore those conversations, yeah. right? Having someone to, you know, like I'm a therapist, and I always tell my clients like. I, how do I say this? Like, I don't want people to look at me like when I go into therapy, like, ooh, like this is like this qualified person. Mm. No, like I don't want you to look at me like that. Mm. I want you to look at me as someone who can actually sit there and to actually like genuinely like actively listen to what right. you're saying. Right. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Very, very simple, simple, simple terms, right? Yeah. Um. So I think, I think, yeah, like I think it is important for people to be able to talk to other people and like, you know, seek therapy. Mm. Um. But I'm still looking for one. I've okay. come, it's so funny because I know two of the Someone ones already, so it's a conflict of interest. Uh, so I can't I go. It. I get it. I get it. Uh, I I'm I'm looking for someone that identifies as wow. okay. similar to me too, okay. right? Like I don't want to go to someone that can't understand, like in terms of like culturally, right? Yeah. Like identity specific wise, like yeah. where I come from and stuff. So that's important too. So mm. definitely looking. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, I think professionals also, you know, should and also do seek therapy as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. Okay, so I know we've covered a bunch of things, mm-hmm. okay, from how you got your start into mental health. As a mental health advocate, you've infused dance into now what you do in terms of your content, your content creator, you're up on YouTube, you're doing all these great things. I'm specific to your your therapy practice, mm-hmm. if people are looking for a therapist, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, I think, um, so psychology today, uh, I, I feel like the you know, regular population is not fully aware of the website, Mm -hmm. but psychology today is a site that hosts, uh, you know, a lot of our, the clinicians Mm -hmm. that are licensed. So, um, all of us are on there. So if you just go to Google and type in psychology today, you can search my name, Kausalia Vimal, like my actual like government name, (laughs) not showcase. Um, and you can get my profile. So on my profile, it actually like talks about my experiences and what I actually like, you know, focus on etc and there's a contact number for it there's an email for it so uh, people can call me or email me and i do free consults um no charge yeah and so if you're thinking about it if something's going on think about it do it yeah Yeah. Yeah. do it if something's going on in your life i'm not go do it yeah go talk to a third party there's nothing and i tell this to my boys to my friends all the time just do it if you have coverage um or if i can help you if i can pay for one session or two sessions oh my gosh go do it yeah like, like i want to be mindful too like i do have clients that are in um school so yeah, yeah, yeah. i i actually i have like a like a scale yeah so yeah, like uh a sliding if, scale yeah, yeah so if you talk to me and say hey listen like i'm in school and this and that then i mm. can you know work out a price for you what cool. have you so i don't want people because therapy is, is expensive yeah yeah. Because because we go through a lot of school and yeah, we go yeah, through yeah. a lot of experience. It costs money to make. So money. it does yeah, cost yeah. money. So, yeah. um, but I but I but I understand that therapy is very very expensive. So mm-hmm. even like through the school board, when I you know connect families and children to services, I'm looking for free services for them Got because it. they can't afford it because yeah. they're low income and mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's really tough, right? So. However, I always say, you know, if you're not ready for therapy, because you got to be ready for therapy, too. It's not something just just because I'm a therapist, I'm not going to go out there and be Mm -mm. like, yes, go. No, Mm -mm. you need to be ready for it. It's like um, it's like finding the right shoe. Yeah. Does it fit? Yeah. So that's just the way like therapist works. So if people come to me and are and in the free consult, I ask like, okay, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you feel like sharing? You have to find a sense of safe space mm-hmm. with your therapist, and mm-hmm. you have to feel comfortable. If it works for you, yeah. then go for it. If at any time I feel like I don't know if I can help you because you can't because not all therapists are, yeah. you know, whether they're trained in it or specific they're to not all it. Not the same. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So I would say, okay, I can't help you, but. Let me look for someone that can. Right. So I think we have to be transparent and 
I'm not a traditional therapist. Mm. <laughs> like if um, I think if if any of my because some of the clients follow me on my showcase page, which you know I it's thought about like a bit it. Of a conflict. <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting because I was wondering and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. But I thought about it. I was like, wait, but why not? You know, because I'm like my page is essentially really talking about you know the it's talking about mental health. It's talking about you know seeking help and it's talking about a whole lot of that stuff. So I'm like that's fine. They can follow me on that page. So I've actually gotten a, a couple of clients off that page, but I've always told them, I'm like, you need to find what works for you. And if I'm not it, then I can help you find something. I can share the resources for you, mm. but it's, it's not easy. It is hard, but everyone, you know, you're not alone. Okay. I always say this. You're not alone. If yeah, you're going yeah. through something right now, you can always find opportunities where you can like find others to relate to. You mm -hmm. can talk about it. Right. Like, and I think that's the message. I think oftentimes we're feeling like, dang, like we're the only ones going through this and we're mm -hmm. really, really hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like trauma and pain and suffering. It's a real like, thing. It's a real thing. A lot of people go through it. I have one final question for you. And yeah. it's actually on resourcing because you mentioned that you try to connect uh, your students and their, their families with free resourcing. Is there enough of that that exists? And if there isn't like what, what are you able to do or what what um, do you think needs to be put in place for there to be more, you know, funding? Like, how is there how, mm -hmm. what's the advocacy like for that? Yeah. You know, I like to think like there are a lot of organizations mm -hmm. that are out there, to be honest with you. I've worked in a lot of different um, jurisdictions. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Waterloo, Hamilton, oh, wow. York okay. Region, yeah, yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Home, like you know home to Scarborough and uh, there are a lot of resources out there okay. so I think people need to just really utilize mm. you know what they have so everybody got a phone right now yeah you know what I mean yeah. like a lot of people do have phone a yeah. lot of people are able to get internet access mm -hmm. uh, but yeah like Google search like your community like okay. figure out like what and you know what even if you don't have the internet okay look in your area yeah you know, your community centers. Go to a library. Libraries. Because yeah. there's always going to be resources available to you. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah. do I think there's a shortage of resources? Not necessarily. Do I think there's a shortage of, you know, identity specific resources? Sometimes. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now, like, we're getting better. Right. There's a lot of organizations that are catered towards the black community, the indigenous mm. community, South Asian community, mm -hmm. East Asian community and, and so forth. Yeah. So, yes, there are opportunities for us to, you know, seek the support. Okay. I think we also do need to do our part in, okay, like, how do we get that? Got it. Right? If you can't find it in your household, mm -hmm. then try your best to, you know, access through, through, through your local community. Mm. Right? If you can go for a walk to your nearest library, right? Yeah. If you do have access to a phone, crisis line. Right. Right? Like 310 COPE, Kids Help Phone. Mm -hmm. um, those one. are very, very common ones for especially our youth. Yeah. Uh, and access those. So I don't think, especially if you're living here, mm -hmm. like in Toronto, in yeah. Canada, like central here, um, I, I think you have the support. I think there are a lot of like a lot of grassroots mm -hmm. organizations and organizations that are funded by the city mm -hmm. and um, and the province that are really helping. Wicked. Well, let me just end off by saying thank you. Thank you. Like, to me, this <laughs> is uh, this is a pivotal part of information that I think is not well put out there enough. And if I can do anything to kind of like, you know, help elevate visibility to it, I'm all for it. So I appreciate you sharing that bit. We started by talking about, like I said, how you got into mental health, how you began your career as a mental health advocate, how you infused dance uh, into that. And then how you became a podcaster, you moved into running your own radio show. What is next? What's Ooh. the, what's the, <laughs> what's, what's going on for, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, I'm really, I, I'm really grateful. Mm. I think, um, I'm really grateful cause I feel like sometimes we're so, we're so quick to, you know, hop onto what's next. We don't really yeah. take the opportunity to embrace what's now. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm really, really like in the last couple of months, especially like I'm really, really embracing yeah. like where I am as a person right now. And Love I'm really, that. really proud of myself. And, um, a couple of years ago I was, um, I was lost yeah. and I really didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And I, I feel like I, d I finally have a sense of direction. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, when you ask me what's next, I'm going to leave that to the universe Okay. and I'm willing to like be big bars. Yeah. Big bars. <laughs> Next tape not coming out ever. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But I'm open to everything that's coming out next. Yeah. Uh, I'm just super grateful. I think I think COVID has shifted a lot, uh, like 
for most people. Yeah. Uh, I'm just super grateful for my health and my family and my friends. That's and good. I really, really hope that the world starts to heal. I mm-hmm. think there's a lot going on right now. Yeah. So that's what I really, really want. And this is obviously like a whole different topic, but just in terms of our like indigenous community and our black mm-hmm. community and just trying to be like a good ally mm-hmm. and just really kind of, you know, supporting one another. I think that's what I really, really want. So if I don't have anything that's next, that's big, that's going to blow up on Instagram. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I just really, really hope that I can do the work that I need to do behind the scenes because not everything is meant for online. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm doing that. So if Instagram wasn't a thing, like yeah. Showcase is still running. Yeah. And that's that. The mission still goes, right? The mission still goes. Well, wow. I don't, <laughs> if that's not a good way to end off this episode, I'm just going to say it again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I always appreciate when people come through and give me their time. I'm very cognizant of how much time it takes to talk about this stuff. As a fellow podcaster, you totally understand that as well. But I really appreciate it for giving me the time and giving our audience your time. I'm really, really proud of you. I'm excited to see again what more, not even what what next, but what more will come through the great work that you're doing. Uh, For people that that aren't well-versed with Casey, I don't know why you're living under a rock. But if they do want to get in touch with you, what's the best place to holler at you to just see more of your content? Where can they find you? and how can they do it? Yeah, I think um, I think Instagram is like the most uh, active. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm most active. So uh, showcase, S-H-O-W-K dot A-C-E. Mm-hmm. And I do have a YouTube page. I put up a lot of my um, video recaps of my podcast on there. Yep. And I'm on Clubhouse. And Oh, yeah. That's, I completely forgot Clubhouse about that. Yeah. Is, but I'm not really on it a lot yeah, now. Yeah. But again, I, I always like tell people, like, you should just network. Just go network. Yeah. Meet different people. Do your yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and if y'all trying to go on my TikTok, that's just a whole different side of me. So <laughs> listen, balance is key, huh? Balance is key. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Wicked. Well, again, thank you so much. My name is Joe and you're listening to The Front Row. Thanks. Thank you, Joe. You made it. You made it after 10,000 months of trying to plan this shit. <laughs>